This week's episode of the award-winning Here For Podcast is brought to you by Choices. The Three Six Mafia album in Memphis. What you know about Choices? It was a movie as well. Three Six Mafia did a movie. And Tatiana um, from Drag Race also talked oh. about Choices. <laughs> um, unfortunately, these choices uh-huh. are when Vandela Cram, Shangela, and oh, we, we, yeah, we're gonna get there eventually. Oh, okay. um, the choices is when you have a choice, do what you feel. Not the because, choices is. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna let Detroit Public Schools do this. Okay. Because um, when given the choice, I'm gonna do what I was gonna do anyway, baby. Okay. Because that's just how I am. That's how I am. Yeah. And that's how we are. Yeah. Because when we want to do what we want to do, we're gonna do it anyway. Because that's how we are. Mm, Award winning, hard working. Okay. And this is here for a podcast. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, anywhere you can find, what you say? Anywhere, Any niggas on. Anything you can find niggas on yep. at Ronald Matters. Including Backpage, Craigslist. Oh, no, I'm not on there. Craigslist Casual you Encounters. You can do usernames on Craigslist? No, you just oh, give I them. Oh, I thought you knew. I was like, mm, how you know? Mm. No, not usernames. You just give mm. them like descriptions. Say, hey, I'm going to be over here. I look like this. I'm wearing that. Okay. In the Casual Encounters column is what I heard. I'm wearing a Philadelphia Eagles jersey because they won the Super Bowl, so I can look masked. Mm. <laughs> well, I, are you going? Everybody's not going to look masked in the Philadelphia Eagles costume. Uh, but work out, do do yeah, you? I'm trying to get you a casual connection. No misconnections for me. None, zero, including no flights. Um, <laughs> I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N. I am AKA the Manhole Manipulator. BKA, the punk protector, and this is here for Ooh, a podcast. Punk from um, I love New York. He was beautiful. He's also divorcing. He also went home early. So he's also divorcing Jennifer Hudson. Oh, uh, so um, what's our word of the day? I'm so excited about this segment. You have been like killing it with this segment. So so the word of the day comes from the Caribbean and West Indian islands. Of which you guys know I love and then partially from. Um, but Batsy Boy. So, some uh, of us have heard the term Batsy Boy before. I've heard it said, but I don't know what it means. So, Batsy Boy is uh, the Jamaican slang. And then it was carried from Jamaica to other West Indian um, islands and meaning the same thing. Okay. Faggot. Oh, no. In the worst positive way. In um, the worst positive way. <laughs> Yeah, well, they think it's positive. Is it TJ Maxx realness or is it Nordstrom realness? Mm, definitely. Marshall's tease? Mm, no, no, definitely uh, Circuit City. Oh. Like, closed down. <laughs> She's out of business. Oh. Yeah. So def- why is it the... Okay, so you're about to it's spin pejor- it all around. Yeah, it's a pejorative it. term often used to refer to a gay or effeminate man. More accurately, be defined culturally as a man who has... Re- Rejected social norms or uh, machismo and the sexes interrelated with masculinity. So it don't even actually have to be someone that is practicing, quote unquote, homosexuality, but someone that looks homosexual. Mm. Then just judge him. You just look like a batsy boy. And that is the word of the day. W.E.R.D. Word of the day. Come on. Reclaiming our words. Um, Also today... We are going to recreate the DFF test. 
Um, Ronald pretends to have other BFFs, and that's cool. I'm allowing oh. him to cheat on me outside of the internet. Oh. Um, but we're going to have the BFF test. And if you don't know what the BFF test oh is, my God, we got to be in trouble. you about to be. Um, oh it is a test um, that kind of got some popularity night before last on Watch What Happens Live uh, with Andy Cohen and Portia Williams. And we're going to recreate that okay. because it was a little bit of fun. I'm a good sport. Yeah. Not a motorsport, though. Yeah. So, in the BFF test, I'm going to say two things. And you're going to say the thing that you identify or believe that in. That you identify. Both of us are going to oh, say. Oh, okay. And if we say it at the, th- at the same time, we will have passed the BFF test. We're doing two things or one thing. How many things you say? I'm going to say two things. Two things, okay. Then three seconds are going to pass. I got to list them. Yep. Three seconds are going to pass, and then we are going to make our pick between the two things. Mm-hmm. And Come they on. should be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner. If we both say that, then that means we both get it right. Well, you got to say two things. So you got to say, like, Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian. Patrick and Polk. They say he's doing the movie for being Mary Jane. He's directing it, and he's hired Morris Chestnut to be... Um, her love interest. So shout out to Patrick and Polk. I know we're doing our icebreaker. So come Absolutely. on. Absolutely, I love okay. him. I Focus. love him. But anyway, in an example is Kim Kardashian and Chloe, and then you say Chris Jenner. This thing, Mama. Like you, first, don't you think family ties? You didn't. No, think- you say one of the two things. Oh, that were named. I say Chloe then, because I don't. Sure, okay. whatever you pick. Okay, let's do it. Ready. Mm-hmm. Strip club or open bar? One, two, three. Open, open bar. bar. <laughs> like, okay, these girls want money, but girl, I'm trying to get drunk. <laughs> I will bypass seeing some dick and some ass to get drunk open and bar. then go see some dick and some ass for the free. I can get some numbers off this jet or this Tinder or something. Absolutely. Okay, one more. Um, We have two more. Okay. Chest or ass? One, two, three. Ass. ass. Hmm. I'm a bottom but I still like nice asses because even though I'm not penetrating, I still like to hold on to some nice things. Amen. <sighs> I love uh, I just You like it for I different did, reasons. I, I love it for all the reasons. You would like to I lick, just, I, devour, mm, indulge. Lick, no Cardi B. Um I just mm. Smack. Oh, especially when it's fat. Mm. I am again Watch I am that bounce. The manhole manipulator. Yes. Mm. Um last one. Beyonce or Tony. There. Mm. One, two, three. Tony. I was gonna say I don't know. <laughs> so you didn't. Answer. He didn't have an answer, y'all. He ain't had no answer. I love them both equally. I do as well. But do I you picked. know how many nights I have played on my TV another "Say a Love" song on repeat? I'm like, okay, well after this we're gonna transfer to seven whole days, and we're gonna play seven whole days. For like the next two hours, I'm like, bitch, I feel like I need an upbeat drag performance. And then turn around, he wasn't man enough for me. I'm like, okay, I can only do this one for 30 minutes because I love Tony. But like Beyonce, I do the same thing. Like, I'll do single ladies choreography for like, oh, after I've done, I don't know. It's just. Mm. Well, you are a valued daughter of God <laughs> and you are allowed to have those opinions. A drag performance is in my living room. DC rent is expensive. Workout. So. Well. In hot topics this week, OM. Oh, I meant to talk to you about G. That. What would you like to say? Um, I'm pregnant. Well, I just had the baby, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to tell y'all, so 
Um, I hid my pregnancy for a whole nine months, but here go an eleven minute video about my baby. Well, since Wrong Matters is also trying to try us, let's talk about other girls that are trying to try us. Um, this podcast has been going on for forty nine episodes, mm, mm-hmm. and there is one girl that consistently tries to try us, consistently tries to take us down. She is out of character and out of order, out of drag, and out of drag. Like she don't have no mm-hmm. makeup left, mm-hmm. and her name is Facebook. Um, oh. Facebook. oh wow, trigger. <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> Her name is Facebook. Uh. Facebook Jail has been trying to take us down since episode one. Us. Literally. Us. Both Literally. Of us. And I agree. I put some problematic ass shit on the internet in all forms that I am on the internet. It's not problematic. It's real. It is. And it's a little too real for those people that sit in San Bernardino, California. And that's fine. And make decisions. And that's fine. Is she, San Bernardino a place? Yes. I just made that up. Oh, wow. it's a real place. No, San Bernardino, yes. Okay. Pe- people live there. Um, but she's looking down at us, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah. Facebook Jail has put both me and Ronald Matters in Facebook Jail for talking about this podcast yep. on multiple occasions yep. now. Multiple occasions. We have been accosted and arrested by Facebook Jail, and I don't appreciate it. Don't. Not. Um, cannot negative connotation words. Facebook jail is trying to kill your favorite podcast. <laughs> your favorite bitch. They're trying to kill us. Your two favorites. She's evil and she must be stopped. Yeah. Let's start a petition. Change.org right now. <laughs> I love us for real. <laughs> hey, I'm coming loves. to you, loves. Hey, my loves. From because my I inset w- cabinet, my little trophy <laughs> case. Because I, I, I love us for real, and I want us to keep this podcast going. So start a petition now. Outside of that, um, the wars between Kaya and Kid Fury have taken over the internet. Kaya as and t- Kid Fury. Oops. Funky Dineva. Okay, I was like, whoa. Mm, I put gay social media people together. <laughs> mm. Whoa. Kaya and Funky Dineva. Funky Dineva. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> somebody slapped me on the wrist for that. Recording later. live. Uh yeah, cause somebody some girls can't report live. <laughs> Armand Wiggins tease. Mm. Um anyway, um powdered donut. Armand Wiggins. I know we're talking about that, but side note. Okay. Powdered donuts have uh become the snack of the day because Kaya alleges that Funky Dineva. I still want to call him Kid Fury. I don't know why. Uh, alleges mm, has Funk, has Kid Fury wore wigs. That's how you separate them. Kid Fury doesn't wear wigs. Fuck it, I even wear wigs. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, and he's a little bit older as well. Come on, 37 years old. Seasoned. Yeah, mature. Out here in the game. Somebody I respect and admire. Amen. As well. Again, this is not shade at all. Um, But anyway, Kaya is a legend that he does cocaine and refers to it as powdered donuts. Uh, which are great treats if you like treats, if you like um, confectionery delights. Mm-hmm. Powdered donuts are great. And I was like, powdered donuts? Mm-hmm. Great euphemism because mm-hmm. a lot of people like those. And then Kit Fury, shit. Fucking Dineva. Fucking Dineva shot back uh, with a, his own video um, discounting everything that she said. And I thought that it was really notable because. You don't really see too many social media giants because Queen's Court has gotten Kaya such social media fame recently mm-hmm. go back and forth the way that they are currently back and forth. Typically, they will like 
tweet each other or sub each other or something like that, and then it'll be over. But we typically don't see each other going back and forth like this. What do you think? Um, I'm excited that Funky Dineva made a response video, especially in what he said in one specific point where he said, don't let bitches hold your truth over you. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, yes, I've done drugs before. I've done this, that, this, and that, but I ain't never done them with you. Mm-hmm. So, um, for you to be sitting on this um, platform that you're not getting paid from mm. and making videos about me, sis, at least have the common sense to monetize your platform. That's why um, I was asked earlier, I've been asked multiple times, like people who are naysayers against Ronald Matters, would I ever respond to them? One, no. Two, you don't have to be famous. Three, why would I? Bitch, I'm me. I, I just... My maybe my self confidence is too high, but I applaud Funky Dineva for making a response video and making it about if I want to say something, I might as well make money. I made two thousand dollars in one week, so people are gonna come looking from your last video. You made two thousand dollars in one week just from that video. So when you make a video about me and you're getting six hundred thousand views on your video a week, and then here I am making two k a week. Um, where let me go make a response because you get 600,000 views in a week. So I know I can at least make six or $8,000, um, in a month from this because people are going to go watch all of my response videos so they can pretend like they are making an informed decision when they talk about you or I. So I feel like you really going to have to be at that level for me to make a response video about you. I agree. I think the biggest takeaway for this for me was, um, T.S. Madison needs some new friends. She needs some new friends and her mm-hmm. co-host because her co-host obviously is not her true friend. And she may even need a, a new friend in Funky Dineva because Funky Dineva got on the internet and was talking about shit that happened in their friendship and is currently happening in their friendship. Mm. That Conversations probably, they're having about remixing the Queen's Court. Right. That probably should have been saved for their friendship and not for the internet. Yeah. Um, and I don't fault either one, but I'm just, I'm, I just want T.S. Madison to be careful with who she's calling a friend or an ally because... Everybody don't seem to have your best interest at heart right now except you. Pros and cons of working with friends. What's a pro and a con that you have of working with friends? Um, the pro is everyone is a devil, but then when you work with... Everyone the, is the devil that's a pro? Okay. Yeah, everyone has some, some demonic tendencies, some bad shit with them. But when you work with friends, you know what demonic tendencies you're about to get. You're oh, about, okay. You know, this bitch about to be a queen. Mm-hmm. Sitting across from one. Um, this was, mm-hmm. this bitch might be late. This bitch might be this. This bitch might be unprepared. So I might. Have so to be, you know how to adjust. Yeah, when it's a I might have to be over prepared because I know this bitch is gonna be under prepared. Um, and it's still a pro. Yeah, that's still a pro because you don't know what you're gonna get when you don't know. When oh, you okay. don't know what you're gonna get, you you can't prepare. <laughs> you can't prepare. If you ask a nigga to come over and you think the nigga has six inches of penis, wow, uh-huh. work related. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like a hip, he's a photographer. No, no, I'm, you, I'm, I'm making it relatable for the girls. Okay. Um, and you I think he I got was doing it, but okay. no, I, I got this. <laughs> and um, you think he has six inches of penis, and you've prepared for six inches of penis, and thirteen inches of penis have showed up. That's not your friend. Oh my god, that's not your friend. You have to know your friends. You have to know what you are preparing for, mm-hmm. what you can deal with, what you can offset. Literally. Mm. I don't mean that other girl from Migos. And so, what's a con of working with friends? A con of working with friends is you can um, sometimes lose your friendship with business because Ooh. business 
um, means a lot to people. Money, dollars, end of the line, end of the day means a lot to people. And a lot of people will are willing to sacrifice their friendship for those dollars. And so you might lose a friendship for those dollars. And so that's a con. I've seen a lot of marriages like go south because like Mary J. Blige said, like, I couldn't turn Ken Do off. And then Tamar is currently sitting up saying, I can't turn Vince off. I don't know what to do. So I think that's definitely a valid point of pros and cons. This, those, those aren't even friendships. Those are like marriages, but the inability to turn it off. But like, it's a relationship. And so just like marriages oh are relationships, friendships are relationships. You have to, um, for better or worse, make those vows and decide what you're going to ride with and what you're not going to ride with. I definitely feel like a pro is you feel more comfortable telling your friend un- honestly and openly you will, you know, tweak it a little bit so your friend can digest it. But my goals are this. Um, I feel like a lot of time in corporate settings, we we try to say what our goals are, but we're too afraid to be honest Completely about open. what our goals are. It's like, well, girl, I would like to make fourteen thousand dollars off this. Well, girl, I need these pictures to do this, or I need my event to have this amount of attendees. You feel more comfortable telling your friends, and I think that that's what something about that my we friends? need to take into our relationship relationships with other co-workers yeah you feel more comfortable telling your friends but be honest with everybody yeah confirmed um and i would like these actresses who are trying to fuck with jay-z to be honest with themselves oh my god now i gotta put my <laughs> oh i gotta put my beehive okay i go. i don't have any idea why there is any woman on the face of the planet that is still trying to risk her life, for the be- her legacy, the her money, trying to fuck with Jay Z? It you are you are going to fail, sis. It is a fail. Well, sir, for sure. You know these rich billionaire couples they into things. Well, definitely, sis. Because <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Beyonce might let him fuck a dude. That's fine. Richard Pryor. We are gonna get there. Um, but. There, so the report is Tiffany Haddish was talking to um, some magazines and saying what her um, interactions with Jay Z and Beyonce were, and a party that they were at when maybe Beyonce was helping her fix her wig before a picture and then hiding behind Tiffany Haddish and not quite being in the picture. Um, Anyway, this party Tiffany Haddish was at, she recounted uh, being witness to an actress pushing up on Jay-Z. A woman was talking to Jay-Z and she, no, she rubbed specific- his hand across his chest. Yes. She specifically said an actress. So not just no model, not no singer. It wasn't Rita Ora because we know she don't act. Um, uh-huh. It was definitely an actress. She didn't name the actress because she don't want no problems. Uh-huh. Um, and then Beyonce came over to check said actress. And you know what she lived with? Hi, I'm Beyonce. Move. Woo! When you leave with hi, I'm Beyonce, you don't have no... Girl, Beyonce here, so let me figure out how I can support this. Because I definitely don't want to be an antagonist in this environment, because I know I'm going to lose. I, I definitely don't <laughs> want to be a, <laughs> a victim. That's, that's what you're about to be. If it's not Beyonce, it's going to be the hive. Hi, I'm Beyonce. All right, well... Let me pack my shit. It's time to move. Um, Speaking of girls that have been lost in their words Uh-oh. and their actions, Uh-oh. Quincy Jones... OMG. We didn't think you had another hit left in you, sis. Two interviews. <laughs> Two. Our great old auntie, 
What is he? He got a book or what he got? Why is he in the media? He about to leave the earth. That's why oh. he about to leave. That's that's why. This sounded ageist, but cool. I, Not a, cool. But... I'm, no, I'm a realist. Okay. Um, Quincy Earth may be leaving the earth in the next Quincy day. Quincy Earth might be leaving the earth. Shout out to God. It's, he's about to become part of the earth. So, Quincy Earth. Quincy Jones slash Earth. I like it. Let's make it a national holiday. I mean, Martin Luther King, what? He is definitely the new Maxine Waters. He's reclaiming his time. He is going back in time, telling us everything about everything that we didn't even know we wanted to know. Um, I'm here for his shade. Um, yeah. He shaded the Beatles. He shaded every artist out here outside of like 15. Missy Elliott is the only person that is safe. And after that, Beyonce. Yeah, well, well, he saved Bruno Mars as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he also alleged that Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando and my fave, um, James Baldwin, was out here. Well, out everybody here. knows James Baldwin was out. No, he, the, we didn't know he was out here with them. Oh, wow. No, we didn't know that. Um, and so I just would like to give five seconds to Quincy Jones for reclaiming his time because he apparently has plenty of watches. He knows things. He's seen things. He can tell you what time and date they happened because his watches are advanced. And he's been here. He's had all the watches the whole time. <laughs> um, also, I want to give a shout out to Olympic ice skater Adam Rippon. Hey, man. Come he's on. A, a gay Olympic ice skater who turned down the invitation to the White House to meet with Mike Pence. Yep. Because why the fuck would he go? Um, and has been extremely vocal on social media about said meeting and about not going to said meeting. I would screenshot the email to see what email it was sent from. Y'all, can y'all believe this This person from this email address sent me this and just let people read the tweet? And like, and he damn. didn't even ask us to stand with him, especially in a boycott against Netflix. Excuse me, um, we know what to do. Shit, just give us the goddamn link. I absolutely understood his decision. It was criticized in a lot of social media, like gay circles. People were like, well, this was an opportunity for someone gay to, you know, speak some sense go into Mike, his mind. Mike Pence and, you know, go represent us. And, you know, if you've been given a voice, be the next blah, 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 blah. I absolutely understood. He, he was, he said that he wanted this Olympic season to be about him and to be about his, his talent in ice skating. And he's absolutely right. It has nothing to do with Mike Pence. Mike Pence is nowhere near nobody's headline. Yep. Um, but if Mike Pence would like to sit down with a homosexual, please someone connect him to Here For A Podcast. I know at least one of two homosexuals that will sit down with him and give him some words of encouragement. Next case. <sighs> Dr. Simone is getting a divorce. I feel like we talked about this, but I'm definitely down to talk about it again. I know it's still fresh. It's it, it's official. It's it's like Amazon fresh realness. Um, like there was like a tease before, and then like the papers were filed, and yeah. and then they were leaked, and TMZ leaked them and shit like that. The shade room had the pictures. Yeah. No, not that was Doctor Jackie. Never mind. Um, yeah, well, that yeah. one ain't even going through right now. Doctor Simone gonna get divorced. Yeah, she's all of them. She's go. She don't play. And I can't believe it. I'm like, of all of the marriages, Dr. Simone's going to be... Everybody's favorite. Dr. Simone's going to be out here single. Single again. Back, Back on, on the, the proud. proud. Mm-hmm. 
I've so. stopped being friends with people because, like, I've told them explicitly, I can't be friends with you when you're single. Because I don't have time to keep up with all your boyfriends, all the guys you're going on dates with, all the... I can't I can't afford to be your emotional support and emotionally sustain myself. And I feel like that's something important. That is something important we need to discuss on this podcast because you have to know when your glass ain't going to be um, full enough to be the emotional support for someone else and being honest and telling them that. I received a lot of backlash for telling an associate at the time that I can't, I can't, I can't, I, I'm not going to be able to. But yeah. I had to because I'm like, I have so many other people looking towards me and looking for me. Um, shout out to my award coming up. Um, that, you know, I can't afford to let all that downfall because I'm at the club fighting with you or I'm in jail with two things on my record, two strikes on my record. I can't, mm-mm, no. When you single, I can't do it. So, mm-hmm. mm. Uh, Dr. Jackie, I might do though, cause she a doctor. She probably got the bail money for both of us. Dr. Simone got bail money. Dr. Too. Simone, yeah. Um, oh, are you downloading the app for the kids? Um, chores? no, I'm not. No, oh. I don't need no kids doing nothing. I need a grown <laughs> man. I need a professional. I need somebody to clean my garage. I need a man who knows. And I'm hoping that. He wears low underwear, so I can see. Some yeah, I would want to say, but I didn't want to sound creepy because we were talking about kids. But like, yeah, that's why yeah. I don't want kids. I need a grown man. I need a grown man. I don't need no kids. Bop twenty seven producer coming over here. It also takes a special kind of white trash. Uh oh, to show up to someone's party gathering festivities. Kim Zosiak. There you go. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I won the prize, Mama. Thank you. I would like to thank my mama. Rest in peace. And I would like to thank God and Beyonce. Three people. Kim Zosiak. There's only one piece of white trash that would show up to someone's party or gathering with a red solo cup with wine in it. Pull up in a Land Rover and still got a red cup when she get out the car. First off, trash. I am I am no I am no enemy of red cups. Especially red solo cups because name brand. Name brand. Um, <laughs> okay. The hashtag um icebreaker alert. So I am no enemy of that, but when if if I ever show up to someone's anything with a red cup, it is full blown liquor in that goddamn cup. Yeah. I am not coming in here with Jesus juice. Oh my god, I got juicy juice. I was gonna say juicy juice. Bitch, they got <laughs> wine here. You show up with a red cup with alcohol in it because you don't know if they have wine or or if they have liquor, and you bring your liquor because you're not here for the shit. That's hood rules. Yeah. And this bitch don't know hood rules because she's white trash. Okay. Next case. Um, I I also would like to shout out to Croy's booty plants. Booty booty plants. Uh, I don't want them to be left behind. Um, What's the name of it? Bravo. um, When you turn on the CC and the words show up at the bottom. It said, what's his name again? Croy. It said Croy's booty implants. I was like, that is not, not what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> and and we turn on the words at the bottom of the screen shout out, to help sh- you. And shout out to Bravo for booty uh, plants is what she for said. subtitling <laughs> almost everything that Nene Leak said in all episode because they, they knew, tried to because they, <laughs> they knew just like this bitch is not booty speaking, plants. She is not speaking proper English. We're gonna need translation for the girls. <laughs> um, but shout out to that. Yeah. Um, I also in TV land. Would like to talk about the Yara Shahidi debacle. I've heard this, but I 
Yar, that name sounds so familiar. Yara Shahidi from Blackish and now from New Fame of Grownish. Mm. She was accepted to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle Obama Much, wrote her. Mm-hmm. Wrote her um, Except, uh, no, not her acceptance what letter. What is it called? Her recommendation uh, letter. Letter of recommendation. Her recommendation letter. Um, the bitch. The, the oh, young, my God. The young lady. I okay. saved it. I saved it. Wow. <laughs> I'm rough. Um, the young lady got accepted. Amen. She did not know that uh, Gronish was going to happen at the time. Gronish mm-hmm. happened. Gronish is now a big hit. It's mm-hmm. got all these viewers. Now she's in the stuck in between part of do I continue, do I continue? With, with my love and passion or do I go get an education? And the intersection I found here is that I know a lot of black gay men are stuck in the same scenario. Going of, through it currently. Hey, I got a job right now that pays the bills. And it's maybe not even exactly what I want or what I like or what I love, but I don't really want to go back to school. And so I, I found her situation so um, appealing because it applies to so many people um, that I figured that we should talk about it. So what- I don't know. I'm so scared because when you're on the rise to fame, you know, everybody says, go get the degree so you can fall back on it if things fail. Mm-hmm. But then you've got that degree, but you don't have any experience. And it's very difficult as a person who interviews persons. Um, Okay, this person is charismatic, but she still couldn't tell me what a so-and-so, so-and-so jargon term in the industry is because she haven't kept abreast of the topic past her degree. Remember when Sheree was dating that dude that got a PhD in psychology from University of Phoenix back in like 2012 when that was like not a thing to brag about? Mm. So we're in 2018 now. So if Yara Shahidi went and got a degree in psychology, let's just say, uh, a very popular major in college, you can't just have a bachelor's in psychology and think that you're going to make it. You've got to at least have a master's in psychology and have a sh- shitload of experience in a major in psychology. I don't know what Yara Shahidi is going to school and majoring in. Harvard is a great school. Cool. It's an amazing thing. And you being an actress on Grownish and Blackish is an amazing thing. But what if you had to fall back on whatever you went to school for as a degree, what is your experience in that? Yeah, um, I agree. I think the the argument is about passion versus education. Um, And do you need the education to execute your passion? And so if my passion is to make YouTube videos for the rest of my life, I don't need the education. Video production, video. You can get a degree in video production. You can can get um, like classes and side things. I don't need to go to nobody's brick and mortar college to make YouTube videos. Uh-oh. There are plenty of millionaire YouTube video makers that didn't, that didn't go to Amen. nobody's college. Amen. So you have to decide whether you want to pursue your passion or you want to pursue an education. And uh-huh. that is the pivotal argument in the whole thing of, I'm extremely passionate about this. Do I want to go and pursue this 120 miles an hour or do I want to get the education and then come back to my passion? In her case, I think she needs to follow her passion. And then come back to the education because the education is not going to go anywhere. Okay. And someone of the status of um, Yara, she's not going to lose the recommendation letter that she has from Michelle Obama. Nope. That same 
recommendation letter is gonna carry the same weight Baby. four or five years from now. The poetry you just get, came out, the girls weren't here for it. But the recommendation letter will live. Also gonna get to that later. Okay. Um but you can get back into Harvard. You can't get back into a hit TV show. Mm-hmm. There is not many hit TV shows that last. There's plenty of TV shows that have cute pilots and then don't even make it on the TV show. And then there's plenty of TV shows that make it on the TV and then sink. So follow your passion. Come back to education. So while you were talking, I was thinking about it. All celebrities have a nonprofit. All celebrities. They just, I'm um, sensitive about homelessness. I'm sensitive about sexual abuse. Um, Nelly even has a nonprofit, even though he keep being in the courts for raping girls. He got a new case that premiered this week. But um, I think definitely um, with brand management and using your celebrity to get brand deals with other brands, um, someone who is a celebrity could definitely go to college for nonprofit um, management. Because managing nonprofits is very difficult. You got to understand how to write grants. You got to understand what it's like to get sponsorships for events or whether it's sponsorships, longevity in getting sponsorships for your organization over three years or five years to say, like, for the next three years, your organization will give me $250,000. Yeah, it takes a lot to know what it's going to take to get that amount of money from another organization. And what do you have to promise that organization? And can you deliver the results? Yeah, the, so, that degree plan the is degree organizational is, leadership. Um, organizational it's a liber- leadership could help It's a liberal study that you can get a bachelor's or a graduate degree in. And organizational leadership is really, it's, it's a and good one. And use your celebrity good, for that. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel so smart. Um. Also, I believe um, that on, Shangela is the one. Shangela over Benda LaCrim? Yes. You fired. That's okay. Um, I, I believe know, that. I think Benda LaCrim is the dark horse. Benda like, LaCrim is tired of winning and she hates every week making the decision about right. who's going to go. And, home. and I think she's gonna she's gonna suffer the same thing that Alaska did the last All Stars, mm-hmm. and they have somewhat of a breakdown or a breakthrough Amen. moment, um, and not be what she appears to be. Like she's oh. winning so much shit. And there's going to be so much pressure because she's winning so much shit. She's like, well, girl, obviously I should win. And we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, if you don't know yet. Um, and I feel like Shangela is just coasting through being herself and winning things that she can win. And when she can't win, just be just safe. Just don't be in the bottom. Just don't be in the bottom. And that, I feel like, is going to win her this competition. And again, she's been my pick since day one. And so this far in the competition, I just, I still see the same things that You're I saw. You're comfortable enough in the competition to have a top pick. I'm still not comfortable enough yet. Well, okay. I am because a lot of people were saying Milk or Trixie were going in. And we see where Milk is. Um, and Trixie ain't won shit. So I feel confident. Yes. Uh-uh. <laughs> I feel real confident uh-uh. in my goddamn picks because I got some um, evidence and some historical ass data. Making my way to the roof. Um, I also want to talk about a very serious subject about male rape. Um, there were some new studies that came out with male rape and um, things that we can do to deter male rape. And it directly applies to the LGBT audience because we are seven times out of ten um, more often raped by other men than heterosexual men. Um, so I think that Battle Buddies... Uh, 
is what can curb those numbers. Um, Battle Buddies is a system that the military uses where you just marry somebody up with the next person standing next to them. Whether they like them, hate them, look like them, don't matter. You, you, you are this bitch's friend now. And you stick with them no matter what or you face consequences. And that's the Battle Buddy system. The Battle Buddy system has saved my life a, a few times. And hopefully the Battle Buddy system can save a few other lives. I say the Battle Buddy system because... Um, the statistic about male rape was talking about the most rape survivor stories was about them being isolated. And a lot of times when you are isolated and put in situations that you don't want to be put in, um, a lot of bad things can happen to you. And when you are with somebody and you're not isolated, you have a better chance of not being put in those same situations where someone can take advantage of you. Someone could put something in your drink. Someone can ask you to smoke something that you don't know what you're smoking. Um, someone can just hit you and knock you out um, and then do something extremely horrible and so extremely bad. So I think the battle buddy system that the military uses, which again, something I swear by, we can use in the civilian world and project it and just say, hey, this is my friend. You only my friend for the night. Yeah. You just my friend for the night. I just need one friend for the night, and um, I admire like some people that don't go out to clubs, don't go out to bars by themselves. A lot of times, I didn't understand it, but but after reading this research and reading this study, I semi kind of understand it. Um, where you know you you have to have someone, even if they're not even like a real good friend, but someone that I know that I can depend on. Hey, I'm real drunk. Make sure I get an Uber by myself, and that would. Other yeah. that and not in a carpool, right? Because he can pick up three other people on the way, right? So make sure that you're cognizant before you get drunk. And so, um, us as a liquor, a liquor drinking, liquor promoting podcast, hey, hey, uh, we owe you out, you we owe you guys the responsibility of talking about these things so you don't become a victim or a survivor. Can you send me the link to this so I can put it in the podcast? Notes? I shall, um. Um, I am also in sexual health going to talk about the dangers because the shit is dangerous. Amen. A pre-com. Oh my God, don't do it. <laughs> well, do do it. Pause. Don't pause. I don't know. Well, well don't pause. That's the, pro- that's the point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which so, one's the right answer. I'm just... <laughs> so pre-com is extremely dangerous. There is studies on both sides of whether pre-cum is HIV innocent. is definitely in it. Yes. Of Syphilis s- is definitely in it. Oh, I'm supposed to let you talk. Okay, educate the people. Woo. Most STIs and STDs can be located in pre-cum. Um, the only STI that is not currently found in pre-cum is gonorrhea because gonorrhea can be eradicated by urination. So when you urinate after you have sex, a lot of times, not 100%, it's not clinical, a lot of times you can move the infection, the the bacteria, the bacteria that causes the infection out of the mm -hmm. urethra and prevent causing gonorrhea. And that's why, like, back in Vietnam, it was highly... Ridiculous. It, no, it was highly used. Like a, a lot of people say, when you have sex with these 
um, Vietnamese girls out here. You don't know what they they prostitutes and they all of this and they, all of that. Even if even mama? if they weren't, that was just the stigma of what was going on. They they made sure to tell the GIs urinate afterwards because it was eliminating gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. But urination does not eliminate other STIs and STDs that can be stuck in the urethral canal. Um, those compound the effect of getting those STIs and STDs when the person is putting a raw penis inside you or if you're putting a raw penis inside someone else. You are exposing them to the things that are still laying in your urethra. If you currently have HIV, Mm -hmm. you currently have syphilis, you currently have chlamydia, um, and you're putting your raw penis in someone else, you are exposing them to the buildup of all those STIs and STDs that have been sitting in your urethra since the last time that you ejaculated. Because that ejaculate didn't just, it didn't all come out in your hand or on your stomach. Mm-hmm. It still sit, it still sits in your vas deferens, it still sits in your urethra, and those things still push What's out. What's the tube called um, in the middle? Urethra. <laughs> okay, never mind. Your urethra. No, the urethra to the testicle. It's the the cord from the testicle to the urethra. I might be child, trying it. Okay, never mind. Epididymis. There's an epididymis, but in the testicles. Okay. Yes. I was like, it's something still in the testicle. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, in the testicles. I'm trying to sound smart. I don't know if it worked. Maybe. So I'm gonna hush my ass, back up. Okay. Shut your fat ass <laughs> up. No pressures. Um, but anyway, so these STIs and STDs can still lay in those places after ejaculation and before urination. And that's why pre-cum is extremely dangerous because it's still been sitting there. It's still been maturing. It's still been brewing. And then as soon as someone puts their raw dick in you or as soon as you put your raw dick in them, that's the first thing that's coming out because cum has not ejaculate. Come on, all of those things hasn't been produced yet and so your penis or their penis is forcing all of this shit out into the Mm, anal canal and when you put those things against your pink places which is your mucous membranes Mm -hmm. it allows it to be infected um, and you don't want to be infected so pre-cum is dangerous if you are going to have raw sex, make sure you're having raw sex with someone that has been recently tested um, or continue having condom sex. And we're promoting condom sex on this episode. Um, Not to be in sex, but I just ran across this link while scrolling social media because I got a notification. It says convicted sex offender shot by woman after breaking into home. This woman walked in the room and this man was on top of her 12-year-old daughter. So she went and got her gun. And when she came back, he was hiding in the closet. Mm. Oh, my God. In the closet? Um, I'm not going to give too much. But the man's name is... It don't even matter. But shout out to um the mama who protected her daughter. She's like, look, no, 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 no. Come get him. Very Angela Bassett. 911 on Fox is so good. Angela Bassett is an amazing actress for her to go to from um the ryan murphy production on fx then come to american horror story uh, yes and then for her to come to 911 and for her to be in black panther coming out this week booked ah! 
Anyway, so social studies. Let me find my notes. Um, also, on that note, I just would like to say, um, fucking with my baby will get your ass punched. <laughs> punched. <laughs> I, you I, you will get thrown back into fourth grade so, uh, into fourth grade of your life. I will I will. You I will, born in sixty seven. What's fourth grade of your life? I will high you in your ass back to fourth grade. And you're like you know I feel uh, like I feel like I made a mistake in my previous life. How did I get? It? I will fuck you up. I just, and I have a niece and a nephew that are in are about to be in middle school. Congratulations to my babies. Shout out to your babies. Um and. Don't let me have to sell some shit and get on a flight to come and fuck you up. And don't let me have to figure out how to bail you out. He was I don't need to be bailed out. I, 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 let me be in jail because I need to calm down. Because I have to. I would have to have <laughs> fucked them up. I, I would have <gasps> had to. I just can't I, do nothing but scream. I'm going to have to fuck your mama up. Because I'm like, why did you create this Brr, nigga? I, mm, Social uh, studies. Um, You know, shout out to the firefighter father who of three. Who sent his daughter to a gymnastics school, and then he had to end up asking the please judge. Can I get like five minutes with this nigga, mm-hmm. this white nigga? Can I get? In the Nazar, I'm checking my chance right now because this Olympic gymnast person that y'all hired teacher the gymnast to give them he was a gymnast doctor or something he, he was, was giving them stretch or something whatever he was supposed to do the gymnast doctor. I'm out here working 23 hours a, a day. Firefighters work 23 hours a day. You think your eight hours, your 10 hours is stressful? Imagine having to work 23 hours a day to send three of your daughters to gymnast school and find out that the doctor that's supposed to be there in case my daughter gets an injury, in case, you know, my daughter's annual checkup because I know she's doing excessive physical activity in this gymnast role. He out here touching my kids and I'm out here working 23, 23 hours a day? Bitch, you can't. The judge's like, I'm not even gonna press charges because, girl, I understand. But anyway, um, social studies, I don't have the answers. Um, this week, you know, I like to give, um, stats and read explicitly from whatever journal I'm quoting because I don't want to quote it wrong. But my question to you guys this week, and I want you to respond on any post, any link where you are listening to this podcast. We need to fix it. Black gay men, tell me, how do we fix it? That's today's task. You know, we went through it in 2016 when the owner of Eye Candy is a bar in Philly. He was um, an audio tape leak from 2013 of him using the N-word and talking about black people that come to his club. And Philly won. Shout out to y'all for the Super Bowl, but Philly is still problematic. 2017, we went through it with um, G Lounge, which closed down and rebranded itself as Rebar. I couldn't remember from our podcast notes if they were making black patrons wait in the line longer or they were making black patrons pay more to get in. No, they just wouldn't let them in. So they were saying, no, like it was brown and white people continuing to get in the club standing and then, in the line yeah, yeah and then when black people got up to the club they would say they were at capacity mm-hmm. and then make them wait for exorbitant amounts of time until they walked away and then they could continue to let other patrons in they were of different races they were of different mm-hmm. races um and i have many a friend colleague and fuck buddy that can attest and so 2018 atlanta kicked off child 
Burkhart's, I don't even know what this club is. I have never been to it. Praise Jesus. Not to be associated with Bob Burkhart because he's a friend. We love friend, Bob Burkhart. Friend and ally. Photographer Bob Burkhart is amazing. He specializes in black gay photos. If you have a wedding, if you have an engagement photo you need, if you have like, I just want to do a little something, a little, <laughs> I want to put on the thong. I just want to have my dick or my ass out. Bob he is the Burkhart one to go to. will make sure you look good. And good. I'm quoted in his book, but this neither here nor there. Yeah, um, and he's done some of my best pictures ever. Yes, and I used it for Man Crush Monday this week um, for the podcast Instagram, and it got so many likes, Lord Jesus. Anyway, main point, Atlanta um, Club Burkhart's has been like, first they had that dress code scandal, and then the owners were on social media talking about Something about black patrons and being problematic. Mm. So shout out to One and G, especially G Smalls, because G Smalls started the black bar crawl and lounge. It was a black gay something. So people in Atlanta can stop going to Burkhart's because, you know, usually we say, like, this is the problem. This is the problem. People don't find solutions. But G Smalls of Love One and G was like, oh, and the I Gentleman's Foundation. Our, oh, yes, the Gentleman's Foundation, which I personally, you've attended multiple times. Yeah, I promoted the Gentleman's Foundation. And so if you want to follow what they're doing, go follow the Gentleman's Foundation. Um, they have a website, they have a Facebook, they have an Instagram, um, and you can see what their crawl was about. And it was absolutely correct. Um, yes. When we see problems in our community, we have to come up with solutions. And I absolutely applaud what Juan and G did because Juan and G saw a problem in their community and decided to not just bitch about the problem, but, mm-hmm. co- but come up with a a reaction and a, a response. And and he, it, it was exactly what Beautiful. we should be what we should be doing when we find problems in our community. And I uh, I would love to see the same thing in New York because New York has the same type of um, socialites social media personalities, popular people, famous people, all that. Y'all do the same thing in fucking New York. What was the name of the club in New York that closed down? Esqualitos. Ooh, I miss Esqualitos. I have never been to Esqualitos, and as a popular black gay man who has never been to Esqualitos, I feel... Mm, You were robbed. I feel very um, Katia All-Star Season (laughs) 2. You were robbed. I was robbed. I continue to get... Top two every week. I continue to slay in the lipstick, but everybody was picked over me. <laughs> so you are you, uh, came, you came to the area too late. Esqualitos, Esqualitos mm. was so amazing that so many people continue to tell me, and I've never documentaries have been made about things that go down at Esqualitos. I've I watched have, all of them. I have pictures. So there was this uh, hmm, <laughs> off the hey, air. Hey, let me finish. <laughs> so. When it comes to segregation in gay neighborhoods, I know Atlanta has a gay neighborhood. I know um, a lot of different cities have gay neighborhoods. D.C., Dallas, Los Angeles has a few. And so what are we doing to make sure that the black presence remains at their neck? I saw on Instagram, it said, imagine me keeping my right foot on their necks. And then just when they think I'm letting off, Bam! I hit him with the left, left foot. foot. Bow. What is the black gay community doing 
and gay neighborhoods to make sure that we continue to be at their necks. That's what I want us to talk about and discuss. I know San Francisco is having a difficult time. Um, I forget the name of the organization, but in San Francisco, they started a gamer night, G-A-Y-M-E-R, of course, gamer night, and they start hanging out at the black LGBT community centers. We've got to start supporting our black LGBT centers. Anything, anytime it's for us and they're trying to, they might not always be getting it right, but that's a sign that we need to come in and tell them, hey, invest your dollars this way, not to abandon them or, well, you do have to critique them. So I'm not going to say not critique them. You have to critique them and say, hey, invest your dollars here. And when this positive critiques and when the business hears, hey, we are constantly getting emails, Facebook comments, and Instagram comments saying we should be here. That's how they know where to invest their dollars. That's why we say here for a podcast, leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, Chow, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening. Because if something is wrong, YouTube, you have a place to tell us what's wrong and tell us how to fix it. Yeah, and, so, I, and, and I again applaud um, the Gentleman's Foundation because they are doing exactly what you were talking about as far as removing the right foot and then putting, putting the left, the left foot like pow, right the back in the neck. No, 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 nigga, you stay the fuck down. Because <laughs> they, they have a platform where they could have just dragged the things that they saw, mm-hmm. but they decided to not drag the things that they saw and create um, another pathway. But that should sound fun. No shade. We go from here to, hey, here go here and then, hey, bitch, this is popping. What's up? Yeah, they just created another pathway forward and I salute and applaud them. So, shout out to G Smalls for creating places and opportunities for people who feel like, well, Burkhart's is the only place I know in Atlanta to go. Quit lying. Quit. Let me see you the link. And hey, Juan. Hey, sir. Hey, Juan. How you doing, sir? What's next for us? Our songs for us. Oh, my gosh. Before we do that. Thank you guys so much for following us on the internet at Here For It Podcast. And of course, the recently launched HereForItPod.com. Make sure you are going to um, your Apple Podcast app, search for Here For It Podcast, click reviews, and leave us a review. Every single review matters. Martell and I read them. I said, Martell, I don't want to get emotional. I've been drinking. But we love you guys so much. I can't even thank you guys so much for believing in a nigga from Detroit and a nigga from Memphis. Like, oh my god, I'm, I've been drinking too much. I need to calm down. Um, but a nigga from Detroit and a nigga from Memphis. Hello, and shit. Con- and continue <laughs> your support is extremely valued. God um, damn. If you are currently listening still. I love still. you. Oh, give me a hug. If you're I'm curr- a drunk bottom. If oh. you're currently listening still, continue to listen. A Make nigga sure from Detroit and a nigga from Memphis. Continue to, continue to subscribe. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you share this with your friends. There are many people that would love to hear the same things that you are currently it's hearing. It's a lot. Um, and It's a lot because niggas don't expect niggas like us to be successful. It's just... <sighs> And here we are, overproducing and overperforming. Getting emotional. <laughs> While he's figuring it out, I will tell you what my song for my soul oh my 
is this week. <clears throat> the song for my soul is one of my all time favorites. Like I like this song is 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 on the CD to my life. Um, Eric Benet continues to just he just he has made so much music that I identify with personally, spiritually. It's innate. I love I love so much of his music. He's really one of the favorite one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, but there was a song that he made in the nineties that still reverberates with me today. Um, and the song is Love Don't Love Me. I say again, Love Don't Love Me. It's kind of an upbeat song, seems kind of pop, but when you listen to it, it is definitely R&B Neo Soul to its core. Um, Love Don't Love Me is a song about going through um, temporary relationships, transactional relationships, and realizing that it doesn't appear that love is on your side. No, bro. Um, the words, I wasn't sure, but I know, I believe, love don't love me. I wasn't sure, but I believe it. It's talking about the angst of a revolving door of um, niggas coming in and out of your life. And um, not you can't sh- keep coming. In and out of my life. That's a whole other song. She tried it. Is it about the Commodores? The Gap Band? Okay. It starts like this. I was like, it don't even start like that. Um, Oh, I gotta get it together, y'all. I literally, seriously, it was Carly. Wow. Um, but Love Don't Love Me, if you've never heard it, when you listen to the words, listen to the lyrics, it's easily identifiable with the dating culture of 2017 and 2018. 19 and 20. When you just feel like you've hit a, a dead wall of, I'm out here trying. I'm out yes. here doing the best. I'm out here being the best, looking yes. the best. All of these things. And the love is just still not on my goddamn side. Like, where mm. the fuck are you at, girl? Can you tap a nigga in? Knock, knock. Can you be my friend for a tap minute? Tap out, tap in. Like, I have literally tried all of the things. Yahtzee. Tried to fuck, date. Love all these niggas and they just it just Y'all ain't doing Uno it just playing teams ain't working. Oh. And love don't love me is a song for my soul this week and probably for a long fucking time. My song for my soul is I recover. Um, song for my soul this week is Trey songs. It's a song called Hard Times. So when I say Trey songs, you already know what the song is about. <laughs> um, this sounds like hard penis. <laughs> In the song, um, it start, the first verse is cool and cute. It's been about three weeks. It seems like um, he's continued to reconnect with um, this female lover of his. But she keeps giving him a hard time. And he's saying, wink, wink, come over here so I can give you a hard time. Eee. Hello. So, um, I think it was intermissions two and three. It was two or three, no shade. Um, playlist mixtapes that he had and Hard Times by Trey Songs is the song for my soul. I really can't tell you a lot of the lyrics because who cares what the lyrics is about? <laughs> when you, when it's time to do the thing that you're about to be doing to this song, hashtag get that dick. Um, yeah, it's about getting a hard time. <laughs> um, either he's excited to give you a hard time or you're excited to receive 
a hard time. So, happy Valentine's Day. And put that on your playlist where it needs to go. Speaking of Valentine's Day, um, also in Songs for Our Souls, um, Melanie Fiona is currently in D.C. singing her life out is right she? now. Yes. And we're recording. And we're recording, and we have to record because we have to bring things to we you guys. Have, we love you guys. Because we're not other unprofessional girls that pretend to be social media personalities that walk off sets. Subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash your poor pot, because we're dedicated. Hello. Very dedicated. Because I, I would have skipped this if he had to tell me before now. Where's she at? She's at the Fillmore. No, she's she at, at Howard. The, the blackest of blackest places to be right. there. And you know, and you know, she get, she getting ready to be black as fuck. Black. And, at we, Howard, and we're missing it, unfortunately. Um, not unfortunately, because we love our listeners. Most of them. But yes. Most of them. These hate Ooh. listeners. Oh my god. Mm. Um, and so we have come to the next part of our show. Mm-hmm. What are you here for, or not? I'm scared. I'm still like holding back tears because I'm like, when we stop recording, I still I'm gonna cry to you. And so do I need to person. go next because I don't want you to burst <laughs> into tears again. Um, here for it. Two things. This afternoon it was three thirty six p.m. and the New York Attorney General office tweeted. Oh, I'm already weary. All 17 of us, girl, have won a preliminary injunction blocking, it says something else, I put that man, that man's discriminatory attempt to end DACA and deport Dreamers. And I read that and I was so happy because when you look at it, what's actually going on and not just the policy, there are people who are 38 40 years old who have been teaching American students for like 40 years black gay men black Latino women who happen to be lesbian people who came here from El Salvador and as much as they try to portray MS-16 as this MS-13. bad thing cool um, there, El, there are other people that come from El Salvador that mean just as much and have just as much to our communities so shout out to the uh, New York Attorney Generals for suing Donald Trump, staying on his neck, and just when he thought they was about to let up with their left foot, bam, they hit him with the right foot. This my, I think that's my new thing. I like it. Um, so shout out to the New York Attorney Generals, and that include that also includes Miguel Perez, who was um the veteran who had multiple deployments to Afghanistan that was deported by ICE. Back to Afghan, uh, back to Mexico, even though he had been here for decades, decades, years, um, served at least I think it was four tours. In it Af- was I want to say three or four, four tours, multiple, four tours in Afghanistan, more than a Any. lot of a lot of people, and got deported under the same program. So and it's that. not even just about the policy. You've got to understand like what does it look like in action. So yes, we're. Fancy um, suits and blazer girls making these policies, but how does it affect people in action? So shout out to the New York Attorney General girls, gay girls, straight girls, black girls, white girls, Dominican girls, Puerto Rican girls, Jamaican girls, New York as a state. Ayo ma. Where the um, current person sitting in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is from. Child, I was trying, you know, I'm I saw. drunk, crying, child, I saw. going through it t- mm-hmm. this week. Um, 
they not, bam, hit them with the right foot. What's up? My second thing is, um, if you've been to RonaldMatters.com this week, you saw that New Zealand, in their efforts to make um, HIV eradicated by 2025, we're over here in America saying 2020, but our policies are not supporting helping us get there by 2020. Including Publix. New Zealand said, uh-uh, uh-uh, we need to reduce this because people need to know that PrEP medication is affordable. You don't have to hide in shame behind this. So shout out to New Zealand for making Truvada $1.50 for some pe- most people and $1.20 per month for a lot of people in New, Ze- New Zealand because they want to eradicate HIV by 2025. I am absolutely here for it. I know so many people who are currently fighting with Gilead to make PrEP at least $110 a month, $165 a month. So for a full national government to say, uh, $1 and some change, I am absolutely here for it. I'm going down under. And in my post, I was like, hopefully one day, U.S. won't just be reporting the news, but actually be the nation making the news. That's something I'm looking forward to being here for. If the United States, we need a better person in 1600 Pennsylvania. I agree. Um, yeah, I'm, I, let me go over to New Zealand. $1.50, cent, $1.20. Cent. So we arguing about $0.30. Cent. <laughs> I'm going to call my friend and get some change. I'll argue about that 30 cent. I'm, I'm down for it. Absolutely here for it as well. Um, my here for it is to Kehinde Wiley. Um, he is the first queer, openly queer, black man who has painted a president. And that president is now hang, uh, hung in the Smithsonian Gallery. The check. First and foremost, uh, we don't the we don't Smithsonian know. check. We don't the know, United States we don't government. Know the, check. We don't know what his check is, but it's Woo! it's about the prestige of being the first to be allowed to do do something like that. And so, one, I applaud President Obama for looking at more than just somebody black, but looking and finding somebody black and Shout queer his team and queer and saying, "Pick that nigga. This he does great things." Black and queer people are in the Smithsonian now. Not only was Kehinde um, the artist who painted Barack Obama, the female artist who painted Michelle, Michelle Obama, Obama was also queer. Amen. Double queer, double black double in, here for in the goddamn Smithsonian. And there is nothing else in the whole motherfucking week that I could be here for more. I am a hundred. You could be here for me as your co-host. What's that? Nah, oh. I am a hundred thousand percent here for it. Thank you, Kahende. Um, I love the picture. The Michelle Obama one is causing a little bit more controversy, but um, Obama's picture it 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 was visually arresting. And if you saw and heard the last episode, you know what we talked about when we said visually arresting. It was great. Absolutely here for it. Three seconds. Can you smile into this camera I'm currently doing? Thank you. So we have gotten to the last and probably the best part of the show. It is time for the last call. Oh my gosh. 
I don't know what to do. Do a toast, nigga. Yeah. My last call. Shout out to Jose Cuervo. Tequila. Again, if anyone knows me, you know what I've been doing my last calls with all February, and I'm going to continue. Cause Black excellence, hello. You, I'm going to do that anyway. Because <laughs> it's just how I am. That's because cause that's how I am. That's just how I am. Um, as alluded to earlier, um, my overall mother, my overall father, who I draw a lot of inspiration from is James Baldwin. And um, James Baldwin is iconic in more than one ways. In writing books, writing playwrights, um, being out here vocally in the civil rights movements. Um, I said movements because it wasn't just a black movement. It was also a gay movement that he was vocal in. Um, And he is someone that needs to be revered, studied, and um, held up a lot higher than he is. Um, I think that we miss where our black icons fall in the realm of history. And in the realm of history, this was our Martin Luther King. Um, He was our Malcolm X. If you've never read Giovanni's Room, you've never read a book in your life. If you're not wearing nails, you're not doing drag. Basically. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> summed up. If you have not if you have not read Giovanni's Room, if you have not read any of James Baldwin's works, you have not read a book. I promise you. Read, understand this brother's work, understand his craft, understand his struggle, understand how he became someone that that could rub elbows with all these same civil rights leaders and he was openly gay he was openly black and gay at the time and they were just like well we can't even discount this brother we just gotta hear him and imagine that in the 70s like okay in 2018 everybody can pretend to rub elbows with somebody everybody can have a youtube yeah everybody can have a but he was openly gay and smoking cigarettes and blowing smoke in niggas' faces in the 70s. You can't beat that. There is no precedent for that. There was no nigga like that before him. So my last call is to James Baldwin. Hey Amen. Oh my gosh. I feel like moment of silence for James Baldwin because I can't be against it in any capacity. I'm sorry, you can't. Three. My um last call this week is to the Bold Brave 30 Public Service Awards, which is happening Sunday, March 11th from 2 to 5 p.m., where yours truly is being honored for my writing as a journalist. Um, It's hosted by Project Briggs, and tickets are $15. So, shout out to me. I am my last call. When it comes to black excellence and what I'm doing to toast to, I'm doing to toast to me. On my platform. How about that? Um, so shout out to the Bold Brave 30 Public Service Awards. They are honoring me for um, being a blogger, a journalist, a vlogger, a podcaster. I do the things, all the things. Hashtag Media Maven. So um, definitely come out and support Project Briggs on Sunday, March 11th from 2 to 5 p.m. 
Tickets are $15. Go to P-R-O-J-E-C-T-B-R-I-G-G-S dot org and get your tickets to the event because I definitely will be there. My co-host by um, Natural Requirements will be there. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know if we give speeches or not, but first of all, I can tell y'all I'm going to thank God Beyonce and then my mama. I don't know if I should thank my mama second or Beyonce second. So come to the awards reception. Same time. Find out. Same like, time. I don't know. Same mama Beyonce. Um, cause they both raised me. Who's How about that? that? Um, and Martel wants to talk to you about a bottom that he's currently dating that he's falling in love with. So there's this part. Um, that bottom is Black Panther. Um. If you have not got swept up into the craze, if you have not been listening to the episode for the last like 17 episodes of us talking about it. Since it was announced that it was going to be in production, a.k.a. You have missed the boat and I'm allowing you passage now. Get on the boat and get with the winning team. We are announcing our very first public engagement. A verse at a bottom or a street bottom? All bottoms are invited. All tops are invited. Some of the verses are invited. If you are a verse that shits on dicks, no. You no, 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 no. Do not come. No. I'm sorry. Do not come. You're not going to be able to come. Nobody's mm. going to be able to come. Mm. Um, We will be attending Black Panther Thursday night at the AMC Regal? No. Yes. The, no, there's two different companies. The AMC Georgetown. I said two. <laughs> AMC Georgetown. Yes. At the AMC Georgetown. At the 945 show, showing. So, again, I'm going to say it again because I fucked it up a little bit yep. the first time. The AMC Georgetown in the middle of Washington, D.C. So, if you are a D.C. fan or D.C. adjacent fan. DMV can come through. And you would like to go see Black Panther. And you would also like to meet us. We will be there. We will be at the 945 showing. We will be there 30 minutes prior. 45. I'm going to try to be there an hour. I'm going to try. So we're going to be there 30 minutes prior. Uh-uh. That means 915. So 915 on Thursday. AMC Georgetown. AMC Georgetown. If you would like to meet us, if you would like us to sign your titties, your nuts, or your ass. Or take pictures for your Insta. Or that. We will be at the AMC Georgetown. So if you have not gotten your tickets to see Black Panther, cool. You can buy your tickets now. And we will be there 30 minutes before the 945 showing, which is 915 Thursday evening. Come see us. I'm going to be real cute. I promise. And both of us are absolutely here for it. So. Indeed. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed things that we've said, or if you have not, make sure you drop down in the comments below. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, talk about it in your communities. And please kiss our podcasting derriers. Oh. Bye. We will see you next week. Adios.